At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on v the sports betting network. Hour number two here on a Monday primetime action on VEASAN. Matt Brown, Amal Shaw. Amal Shaw in, and we are so glad to have you on the desk tonight, Amal. Well, thanks for having me along. I know uh, Gil's MIA, but uh, I'm trying to do as best of a job I can filling in. And he'll be back in tomorrow. Stephen Bond behind the glass. I think Kelly's back in. I don't know when Kelly's back in. You want to stay? You want to stay for the rest of the week? An extended vacation, you but a well-deserved vacation. You just want to stay for the rest of the week? Because Kelly I'd just, love yeah, to. I mean, I'd like, gone to. all last week. He's not here on Monday. Like, I mean, listen. We'll pull back the curtain here. We've got Von Vrinkle downstairs trying to tell me we're not going to have a, a touchdown competition and all this. Like, what's going on around here? Kelly leaves for a week and a half. Von Frinkel's trying to kill the touchdown contest. I don't know what's happening them all. Hey, I want to see if, Kelly, if Isaiah pays attention. Uh, Steven, when we get a chance, why don't you ask uh, Isaiah how many points a team in the NFL can win by an overtime? Because I had to teach him a lesson a few years ago one time when he said my plus six and a half was good when we went to overtime. He's in my ear saying nine. Okay, <laughs> paying attention. Very good. Very good. Oh, man. So... Let's take a look here. This is, we are getting to about 15 minutes from kickoff as we sit right now. There are still threes if you want the Dolphins. There are three and a halfs if you want the Saints. This total all the way down to 37 and a half. It was 37 yesterday, so we've got a little bit of money coming in on this thing for, to, to go over. I mean, we, we typically don't see to- totals this low unless it's a weather game, and this is a dome game. So, I mean, this is like we're seeing a 37 in the NFL with, with absolutely no weather. It really is a low number for me, Matt. I couldn't play this game under 37 and a half, despite mm-hmm. how low it is. It's amazing how many times you see a game where it looks like, oh, it's going to be a struggle. We do, we did see it mm-hmm. again. You referenced that win game on Monday night a couple of weeks ago between the Bills and the Patriots. But you get a turnover here, a quick play here or there. I still think these teams are capable of scoring some points. I mean, you're looking at just if you just forget the spread and you take that out of the equation. I mean, it's a simple 20 to 17 mm-hmm. type of game. And, you know, in the NFL nowadays, you cross the 35 yard line of the opponent, you're in field goal yeah. range. So I wouldn't be jumping to the window at 37 and a half on the under. Yeah, I, I think you make a good point here. And I was trying to explain this a little bit earlier to someone as well, where they were saying, well, yeah, but I mean, you know, Ian Book at, at quarterback, they're, they're not going to be able to do anything. And I was like, well, you know, in a reverse situation, you're also could be looking at this the the other way because if you think that he's so bad and you think he's going to play so incredibly horribly well you have now turnovers in in play short fields for Miami different things like that so it can work both ways having an inexperienced quarterback you bring up an excellent point and think about this on a kickoff we know generally speaking it seems like almost 80 percent of the kickoffs are touchbacks so you're starting at the 25 yard line usually you have strong leg kickers and coaches are willing to take risk in domes like we saw Vic Fangio the genius that is try a 55 yard field goal (laughs) yesterday 
rushing out Brandon McManus on fourth and four instead of going for it. But <laughs> another story, I digress. And when you look at it, you need 40 yards mm -hmm. to take a 52-yard field goal. If you've got a fourth and 11 of the 36-yard line, you're not punting. And with these two offenses, you're not going for it, so you're probably trying a long field goal. I mean, is it out of the realm of possibility in this game where we wind up with three or four field goals right. and then somehow, some way, you find three touchdowns? Mm -hmm. I mean, I, granted, that would only put you at 33 points, but what I'm saying is it's amazing how sometimes the points will add up quickly. We saw it in that Raiders-Browns game as well. Yeah, and in a dome, like we said, in a dome situation as well. I mean, you're, you're, you're getting as quality a – a playing surface as you could possibly get. So, yeah, I, I'm not in on that either. If anything, if I, I'm not playing the total, if I was, I would, I'd play over on principle. I mean, it's just, just the, yeah, 37 and a half is just, is just too low for a dome game. I don't care who is playing quarterback out there. So, if we think how this thing is going to go, Amal, I mean, one of the things from Miami's side, we saw this a few weeks ago whenever they just blitzed Lamar Jackson to hell and back. I mean, literally, every, like 80% of the dropbacks, they were coming with multiple guys, sometimes coming uh, full-on, all-out blitzes, and they just had him absolutely flummoxed, could not figure out anything and what was going on here. I can't imagine that they won't at least try that early in this game and see if that really rattles Ian Book, just putting an immense amount of pressure on him and seeing if he's going to be able to handle it. I, I can only imagine that at least at the beginning, I don't know, you know, he might be able to break it. Maybe Sean Payton has some stuff up his sleeve, but that's got to be at least where they start, right? I would agree with you. I love that suggestion because if you put pressure on him, and the one of the things is not just about the lack of success early on, but that goes to the confidence factor. Then all of a sudden you've got a quarterback who's a bit rattled, as you alluded to. I think it changes the dynamics. could be a real challenge for them in this game. And especially if you're the Dolphins, you can get out in front and make the Saints team play from behind and put pressure on Book instead of them playing from in front and allowing Calvin Kamara to do what he does best, which is run the football, catch the ball out of the backfield. This should be a really interesting game. I think this is going to be a really important game early on. I'm looking at ESPN right now. I see Ian Book, 6 feet 206. Not the biggest of quarterbacks. I'd like to see some pressure on him and see what uh, the Dolphins can do in this one. Yeah, I mean, the, the other thing I kind of look at from from this game here is like that you've got two really really talented corners as well for Miami and not very much talent at the wide receiver position for the Saints and so I think that they're going to be really really okay with sending a whole bunch of extra guys at Ian Book and saying all right look we can cover one-on-one -on -one here we you've got a couple of receivers out here with not a ton of NFL experience not very good in the first place not a, not incredibly talented and let's see if you can make these throws under all this pressure and let's see if our corners can't make some big plays and and, and challenge these again these receivers that I think are you know replacement level at best for the Saints team and so I, I that's why it's really hard, I think, for me to get to where the Saints have success in this game because I just don't know outside of Camaro where the, where the playmaking is going to come from. That's the big question, Mark. Who's going to be able to step up and his book going to be able to deliver even if guys get open? I mean, you got two factors outside of the one that you would normally have. By the way, I've got to ask you this, Matt. As a Saints fan, we look towards next year. Where does this team go for the quarterback position? Yeah, I mean they're gonna they're got they got to go in free agency because I mean if you if you assume Michael Thomas is going to be back and back healthy, you have Kamara under contract as well. It, it, you've got this defense that you've got right now. You need a quarterback, and so I don't know. I mean, are they are they knocking on the you know are they knocking on Marcus Mariota's door? Are they knocking on like some of these other things out there? I mean, they, they've got to go out and I think in free agency. I can't imagine that that Ian Book is is going to be the answer for them here. No, I don't think so yeah. either. I didn't think he was the answer in South Bend. But, uh, <laughs> you know, speaking of which, I know I'm going off track here, but I do that better than anybody at this network. <laughs> so let me continue that. Brian Kelly, I never got a chance to ask you, are you happy with him coming down to BR? I mean, of the, uh, I, I, this is, you know, I've, I've had this conversation a few different times. And, and here's the thing of the guys that were left out there, it was about as good as they could do. I mean, you know, it was about as good as they could do. I mean, all the other big-name dudes were were gone. It was too much to wait on an NFL guy because you were going to lose. They were already losing recruits left and right as it was anyway, and then you were going to lose basically all of them if you're trying to wait on an NFL guy. And I think that they made the best of a bad situation. I mean, look, he was able to win at a place that's pretty hard to recruit. I mean, back in the day, Notre Dame had a had a brand, had this thing like you go and all oh, you go to Notre Dame. Now these kids just want to they just want to play on TV and get drafted. I mean, and so you don't have to go to Notre Dame to have that happen. Like the SEC's got TV deals, ACC's got TV deals, all these all these conferences have TV deals. And so the the big NBC, you know, Golden Dome thing it doesn't mean as much anymore. And it's not as it's not as big of a thing and it's much harder to get in Notre Dame than it is LSU as well. So, 
I think, you know, from a recruiting standpoint, it should make his job a little bit easier, and we'll, we'll certainly find out what he's made of. I thought you brought up two very good points. One, back in the day, you know, you went to Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan, because you could say, hey, you're going to be on TV, whereas mm -hmm. other schools may not be on. You'll be lucky if you get a regional broadcast. I think the Notre Dame thing hurts. I'm sorry, the NBC thing hurts Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. When you're watching a game on a Saturday, who the hell thinks of NBC for college football? Yeah. Nobody does. And here's the best part about Notre Dame. They had a former USC quarterback, and they've got a Perdon't quarterback calling their games. You talk about brilliance. The only thing Ohio State be would missing, uh, missing would be having a Michigan quarterback do their games. I mean, give me a break. Brady Quinn's available. You don't even put him on the broadcast. Great job. Keep it up. I, uh, I, 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 I think, though, I mean, here's – they got to get some coordinators. They don't have any coordinators right now. I mean, that's the that's the rumor that they waited. They're waiting on NFL guys from the for the coordinator positions and stuff like that. So maybe that's going to end up being a big, maybe that's going to end up being a, a big boon for them. But it's um, you know I, I was hoping for maybe some of these other guys were going to be able to get lured away. But you know, look, Brian Kelly kind of kind of is what it is. Um, all right, so let's swing back here and kind of last thoughts here on on this one. The number was at three. So, look, guys, I've got the plus three, fortunate for me. It, you know, whatever. It, it, it is what it is. I, I was sitting at a computer. I have no life. All right, I sit in front of a computer. I have tweet deck up. I've got nine different feeds going at all times. I know I know information before anybody knows information. It's just, just I'm lucky enough to get that. So, was able to get in on the plus three whenever the, the book news came through. Now, I understand this has swung six points. It's sitting at three on the favor of the Dolphins side. If I had to play it at the current prices, I still think I would have to lay the three with the Dolphins. I find it very I, I, it, it's hard for me to get there as to how the, the Saints are going to be able to score consistently in this game. And I understand that it's a super good defense that the Saints bring to the table against this Dolphins, this Dolphins offense. But the Dolphins offense over the last six weeks, if you look at if you look at their advanced metrics, like they've actually been one of the more efficient offenses. Now it's dink and dunk. I mean, they're not they're not doing any explosive plays or anything like that. But two has been pretty efficient in dinking and dunking the ball down the field, and their success rate and things like that are actually up in the top ten in the NFL so far. And so, I mean, uh, in over the last six weeks. And so, you know, can they dink and dunk win this thing by a field goal? that's kind of where I'm at, you know, if, if I had to play it one way or the other. I, I'm with you. I didn't play this game, but I think you make a lot of compelling arguments in terms of why you would look at one side over the other. The one thing I would point out at the quarterback position, I think that's going slightly overlooked. Yes, first career start for Book. I still think Sean Payton, Payton's the best mm -hmm. play caller in the NFL. For me, though, this is a guy who, in my opinion, is a better quarterback in reality than Trevor Simeon and probably Taysom Hill. And that's the one thing. He was a fourth-round pick. Yeah. It's not like some guy they just brought in off the street. I criticize him a lot because he played at Notre Dame, but he's probably a lot better than I give him credit for if I can really be objective on it. Um, I, I just think the Saints are being a little bit underestimated. Matt, you're from the area. You know this well. How many times, and I keep saying this, do you see teams go into the Dome, they think they got the better team, they got the better scenario, and they come out with an L? It'll be rowdy tonight. There's no doubt about these prime, the primetime games. These guys have had plenty of time to get properly lubricated. So it's, it's going to be uh, – it, it, it'll be – It'll be loud. It'll be. It'll definitely be uh, popping in there. There's no doubt about it. And, and like you said, I mean, there's there's no. I am. I think Taysom Hill's terrible. So I mean, it, for me to for you to say that it, there might not be that big of a difference between these two guys, they I think that's a very valid statement. I mean, I, I don't think that there's a. If there is a gap, it is certainly much, much smaller than maybe a six-point swing in a spread. I, I would agree with you. I think most rookies you normally have a bigger spread difference, but not in this case, in my opinion. No, no touchdown contest. Von Brinkle put the put the axe on it. I'm going to tell you who I think is going to score first anyway. Whenever we come back, primetime action. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available at VSIN.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to VSIN.com to get the current odds as well as. Movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com backslash NFL. We've, we've talked about this before. It's, it's more of like a, an award tracker as opposed to a prop tracker. It's called a prop tracker, but it's more like an award tracker. We should call it the award tracker as opposed to the prop tracker. But I'm not running things, so if I did, that's the way I would go kind of about <laughs> Everything. Uh, we're kicking off here. It looks like who's going to who's getting the ball first, so I can just rattle off who's going to score first. Come I think, on. I think the Saints are. Nope. It's going to be Dolphins. It's going to be Dolphins. Oh, it's going to be Dolphins. Devontae Parker. There it is. Bam. There it is. First. first there it is. Devontae Parker. First touchdown. Devontae Parker. And we're going to win, and we are off in New Orleans, and take it out from about four yards deep in the end zone. Not a great idea. Didn't make it back to the 25. Well, <laughs> he hesitated you, there, too, which was the worst part of it. You so can't hesitate. You, you guys are absolutely right, but I'll tell you, there's a couple scenarios to me where you should bring the ball out. Let's mm-hmm. say there's 10 seconds left in the half. I don't care if it's nine yards deep. Yeah. Bring it out. Sure. But then there's other scenarios. The majority of time, you really should take a knee. How many times do you get past the 20? That's why they changed it from the 20 to 25. It takes away the uh, kickoff place yeah. with less injuries. Majority of time, these guys aren't getting there. Just take it. I mean, how? what did we have in the NFL this year? One punt return for a touchdown? To me, I think you should fair catch it on punts and on the kickoffs, just take the knee. And I can't verify this, but I think on 110% of kicks, there's a penalty as well. So it's very <laughs> like, so it's another reason to just take a knee and not deal with all uh, of the nonsense here. Nick Underhill, who is a, who is a beat writer for the Saints, the Saints didn't even announce any starters for the game tonight. <laughs> like they, didn't, they didn't even put out who's starting because it's like it'd just be a bunch of names that people wouldn't have any idea. Selling a lot of programs tonight down there. <laughs> Yes, seriously, <laughs> calling up 14 people off of the practice squad to uh, to make this thing good to go tonight. So we did end up closing that uh, threes and three and a half. So depending on wherever you wanted to to get in on that thing, you were able to get the hook if you wanted the Saints and you had the flat three if you wanted the Dolphins. And then 37 and a half was the prevailing total. There was 38, one, th- one rogue 38 out there, <laughs> but uh, it seems like 37 and a half was the was the prevailing total. And there it is. Dink, the little dink dunk. That's kind of how we figured that this Dolphins team was going to go about it. And that's what they do in the first two plays here. Just little quick passes, little short passes. And that's what Tua in this offense has been doing of late. Now, it's not the most fun to watch. It's certainly not the most splashy to watch. But it's working for them right now. Oh, you're absolutely right. And Gasicki with the first catch and then uh, Jalen Waddle. Uh, excuse me. Uh, I think it was Waddle on the second one. Was that Parker? I didn't, I didn't see clearly. But, you know, they just showed Cam Jordan. And I know you're a Saints fan, so mm-hmm. you know this well. But you talk about an underrated, terrific player for yeah. a long time in this league. Cam Jordan, in terms of what he's been able to do for this Saints team. 100 career sacks. Just really has an outstanding career. And going back to another Pro Bowl as Miami gets the first down. Um, boy, I'll tell you what. Uh oh. Yep. <laughs> all right. I got. All right. Listen, let me tell you something. The airing of grievances begin. Uh, first of all, so if you are fortunate enough that you're watching the game while we're talking about it, Marshawn Lattimore, to his credit, just got an unsportsmanlike 15 yard penalty. But he then soft tossed Devontae Parker. He absolutely chucked him. And I don't even understand this. What the like, hell was this? He's, he's, he's standing a solid, a solid 12, 10 feet on the, on the sideline at that point. I just don't even know 
What's going on? Matt, that penalty with the yardage, they got about 12 yards so far on this drive. So we got 27 yards. We're another first down and a half away from field goal range. Okay, that's today's NFL. And what that does is that instantly moves the Dolphins now to five-point favorites and the live (laughs) favorites in this game because, like you said, I mean, they've now moved into basically field goal range at this point. So live line moves moves instantly to five in favor of the Dolphins, 38-and-a-half, where we started at 37-and-a-half. As well, so just very, very, very ridiculous play by. I didn't check the coaching situation for the Saints. Is Greg Williams substituting for Dennis <laughs> Allen? I didn't know if Bounty Gate was back on. Well, we'll fi- yeah, I mean, this is something we'll have to. We'll find out. We can find that out during. Yeah, right. I see. Yeah, we'll find that out during. Yeah, I'll get on it right yeah, now. Yeah, um, all right, so college football playoffs here. These are the only two bets that I actually have in my account for the uh, bowl season right now because uh, bowls are getting canceled left and right, and 7,000 people are getting COVID every hour, and so I'm just uh, – I've been a little a little gun-shy with all of this. And so I, I put a, a Bama ticket in my account early. I put a Michigan ticket in my account early, and those have just – sat there since these uh, these lines pretty much opened them all. I mean, it, it's one of those things where I just expect a, a really low-scoring, dirty game between Michigan and Georgia. And with that, if you're going to give me, you know, seven and a half, I'm going to take that every single time in a game that I think can just be incredibly low-scoring defensive battle with both offenses kind of struggling. And then, honestly, I just think Bama's that much better than than Cincinnati when it all comes down to it. What's, uh, what's in your account? And uh, I know you got at least one coming up here pretty soon as well. Yeah, I, d- I did take Michigan plus mm-hmm. seven and a half. The only thing that really concerned me in this game was if JT Daniels started for Georgia. But mm-hmm. remember, he was in COVID protocols. They're going to go with Stetson Bennett there. And I think it's going to hurt them a little bit because he just can't beat you up uh, over the top. And, you know, if you look at the Michigan State game, a game in which really Michigan probably should have been the victor. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had that bad call go against them on a uh, defensive touchdown. This Michigan team would be sitting at 12-0 and or 13-0, and excuse me, and probably getting more credit uh, than they're getting right now. I think this team has been dominant. If you look at it, they ran the ball effectively against Wisconsin, who actually has a better run defense than this Georgia team. I know some people pointed out and said, well, Georgia's uh, secondary is not as good. Well, here's the reality of it. Jamison Williams is going to be a first-round pick. Bryce Young will be a first-round pick in two years. Those are the two guys that dismantled that defense. I still think the dogs' front seven is tenacious and tough. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Jordan Davis does against this Michigan offensive line. But can the Georgia offense – Get the passing game going enough to where they allow this team to move the football. I, I don't know. I have some question marks about that. I think, to your point, this is going to be one of those that feels like 24-20, yeah. and the 7.5 is a huge number here. Yeah, I just thought the, too, too much for a game that I think could be you know, pretty much driven by the defenses here. So I, I didn't like that. And, and, and from a Bama side of things, I mean, it's just – this team, I understand there's been a couple of different times this year where they have looked pedestrian, but I mean, overall, top to bottom, it is their, their second, their second team, their third team is more talented than Cincinnati's first team. Uh, you know, it's just the way that it's the way that Nick Saban's recruited there. It's the way that everybody wants to go and play for a national champion. And it's, you know, 13 and a half, I thought was, was shy I think Bama the only the only thing I am minimally worried about is there is a game to play like there there is one more game to play is there any chance in the whole world that Saban does take his foot off of the gas that was the only thing I was minimally worried about whenever I put the ticket in but at the end of the day I'm going to go ahead and and, and assume that he's going to uh, you know want to play it out want to get these guys you know really really fired up heading into the national championship so I, I'm hoping that he doesn't take his foot off the gas in that one yeah I don't think you have to be concerned about mm-hmm. that because the spreads two scores or less mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if they're up 26, 28 points, something like that, then I think it's a scenario where you kind of maybe curtail the offensive aggression. But I'll tell you one thing, though, for me, that's going a little bit overlooked in terms of this team. You know, you look at Sauce Gardner in the secondary, you look at Cosby. I think these guys are dangerous. They can play man-to-man. The question is, can they slow down uh, Williams? If they can do that, I think they've got a chance in this game, probably better than other people realize. And if you look at it historically, the thing that has always challenged Nick Saban's defenses have been mobile quarterbacks. And I think Desmond Ritter's experience and mobility could present a little bit of a challenge. Ford has been excellent running the ball. He averages over six yards a carry. I get it's not the Crimson Tide defense. And, you know, Will Anderson's been probably the best player in college football. Forget Bryce Young, Aiden Hutchison. It's been Will Anderson, in my opinion, who really should have been the guy there for the Heisman Trophy. But I I think this Bama team is dangerous. But there's a few games you look at. We saw Florida run the ball extremely well against them in the second half. A&M, I don't even understand how they won that football game. They don't even have anybody at quarterback. Hell, I said go direct snap and use an extra lineman. (laughs) But they found a way to win that game in College Station. 
I think Fickle and company will be competitors in this one. I didn't touch this one, but I think the number's right. I thought it should have been 14, but I think this number is about right. And for me, the key is going to be if Brian Robinson's healthy, because I'll tell you one thing, there's a precipitous drop-off from Robinson to Trey Sanders. I get Sanders as a four-star recruit. He's not as good as Robinson. And then you've got guys like Jason McClellan behind them and Kamar Wheaton, but these guys have been banged up. So it'll be interesting to see how effective the Alabama running game is. Can that right side protect him against Sanders in terms of the pass? rush let's see what happens there Miami ended up having to punt from midfield uh, Saints send a blitz got to Tua he had to throw it away so they punted Saints take over and the Ian Book era begins there down in New Orleans with a handoff to Alvin Kamara because that's what probably you want to do on the first play just let him get a get a, get a snap under his belt you know <laughs> but by the way if you have the under in this game that first six set of plays was about as good as you can get yeah you move the ball, you get a personal foul penalty. Uh, two on a crossing route on third down, air mails somebody about four yards away from him. They punt, and the Saints field it about their five and bring it to the 15. Yeah, and this is it, and funny you say that because the live totals all the way down down to 36. So it's, it's they have they are expecting that this thing could be a slog. It is sitting right now at three on both sides. A little short pass there from. Ian Book. Now, we've got some bowl games coming up tomorrow, Maul, and you do have a play on one. Yeah, I like Mississippi State tomorrow. They're taking on, um, uh, excuse me one second, they're taking on Texas Tech. You know, this is not necessarily a play on Mississippi State, even though their defense has been terrific. Will Rogers mm -hmm. is really one of the underrated quarterbacks in college football this year, but Matt, to me, this Texas Tech team offensively has been challenged. They've gone through a carousel of quarterbacks. Uh, they made a coaching change midway through the season. I think the Red Raiders are in trouble in this one in the Liberty Bowl. I like uh, the guys from Stark Vegas and the Cowbells to get it done. Even though they even though you don't have anything in your account, I do want to get your thoughts on a couple of the other games as well. So be sure and stick around. Oh, <laughs> brother, we got a pick six here for the Dolphins. When we come back, we'll let you know how that all went down. Primetime action here on VEASAN. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VEASAN, the sports betting network. Primetime action here on Visa, Matt Amal and Steven. And as we were going to break, we were like, okay, Saints enforce uh, a punt. They get the ball back, and Ian Book completes his first pass. He also completed his second pass, Amal, but unfortunately that pass was completed to the other team. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he is still 100%. No drop ball so far in the league. By the way, they're coming back with the run here. It has to be. Oh, oh, they the boot. Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Oh, 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 okay. That should have been completed. Was that Bennett? Yes, Remember, I told you. I told you Bennett was going to drop the ball. I'm telling you, I know my Buckeyes. Nick Bennett can't catch a cold. I mean, come on. you got to make this play. Easy throw to the tight end. He drops it. Wow. Pick six for the Dolphins. They go up seven to nothing in this one. Um, we found out 21 to one on the Dolphins defense to have the first touchdown of the game. Good on you if you had that. Uh, 22 to 1 at DraftKings. So there we go. 22 to 1 on the Dolphins defense to have the first uh, touchdown in the game. So if you had that one in your account, man, good on you. Um, look, this was a. We knew there might be some early jitters here. We knew that there might be some things that uh, Ian Book was going to need to work out. So. Look, the second pass, as you mean, I mean, it was on target. It got dropped, so he bounced back pretty good. <laughs> he, he bounced back pretty good. I, I tell you, the problem is, though, from a Saints perspective, we've got about 10 minutes to go in the first quarter. You're facing a third down and six at your own 31-yard line or 29-yard line. I mean, you feel like if you don't convert this here, you could, you could be down 14 nothing before you even know it real quick in this game. This is going to be an interesting scenario. But the one thing I like is, if you get down, you got to just air it out. Who cares? And you reference it. They bring a blitz there's early the blitz. on here. <laughs> and, there it is. and there's the sack. <laughs> is Ian Book more nervous or less nervous now after that interception? Probably less. Right? Well, you got it out of the way. You think he just settles in after you this? Got it out of the way. I mean, no. Actually, it was the worst thing you could have done because it was a pick true. six. It wasn't even just an interception. Right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I think his confidence is shot. But I think about this. In every walk of life, confidence is the singular most important thing. And now, all of a sudden, you throw your second pass in the NFL. You have an interception return for a touchdown. Your third pass, your tight end can't catch. I mean, where are, where are you at right now if you're Ian Book? And there's the blitz, as we saw. And then, of course, he gets sacked there. So the Saints will... Punt it away with 9.02 left in the first quarter. Going to be some decent field position for 
uh, the Dolphins in this one as well, unless there is a penalty, which, you know, like I said, on 110% of punts there are. But it looks like we got through this one somehow, some way. Uh, Mamal, we didn't have an, enough time for you. Um, you. You do have a play tomorrow in this AutoZone Liberty Bowl. Uh, you're on Mississippi State. I think it's sitting at 10 right now. Did you get is, – is that where you were? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, 10? I got it at 9.5. It just okay. crawled up to 10 today. It was 9.5 for the last several days. But I think this line might go up even after this uh, to 10.5 or 11. Mm-hmm. I just think Mississippi State's a far more complex complete team. And this is one of the things in some of these bowl games, and, and I'm not trying to discredit the SEC, but when you get some of these matchups, you get teams like Texas Tech, because they take everybody in college yeah. football in the bowl games. This is exactly what happens. You get a Red Raiders team who comes in at 6-6, six and six, who comes in on a two-game losing streak, but more importantly, Matt, this is a team that just struggled down the stretch. They couldn't move the football, and that, that was a problem that plagued them um, throughout parts of the season. And, you know, when you look at when it, whether it's Donovan Smith or Morton at quarterback, this team has just been inconsistent. Defense has been solid, but I think this Mississippi State team, better balance, especially defensively, they're going to really present a challenge here. And remember, Mike Leake's former employer who fired him over the uh, Craig James Sun situation. Trust me when I tell you Mike Leach wants to win this football game. <laughs> yeah, and if you want to, if you do want to tail them all, and there's, there's, there is one nine and a half still available out there. So again, just shop around. You can get that thing under the 10, which we would obviously highly recommend. We do have four other bowl games tomorrow, Mall. Now, they're not in your account, yeah. but we We've, in, in all of these, actually, at least from a spread perspective, very competitive. Uh, Houston and Auburn's only a two-point spread in favor of Auburn. We got Louisville and Air Force, which is only a point, point and a half in favor of Louisville. Then we got UCLA, North Carolina State, which is only two points in favor of North Carolina State. And then West Virginia and Minnesota, which is sitting somewhere between four and five. Which of these other four games are you, you most excited to take a look at? You know, let, let's just start mm-hmm. with the early morning game, Houston and Auburn. It's going to be interesting to see what this offense can do. Clayton Tune and company against this Auburn team. The offense for Auburn has been inept at times, but I thought Harson did a better job than I anticipated this year down on the on the uh, plains. I think this team will be dangerous. To remember the game in Birmingham, so a good opportunity for them, short spread here. The Louisville Air Force game, I think this is a Louisville team that's going to be dangerous in the ACC next year. Malik Cunningham and the other 10 starters should be back for them. They got better as the season progressed, so dangerous in terms of his mobility, leading rusher for the Cardinals this year. Uh, but this Air Force team can throw the ball a little bit better than people realize when you look at what most service academies do so it should be a really intriguing game Matt in that game I would wait and see whichever side scores mm. first I'd probably take the other side getting more than three and a half points I think it's going to be a one possession game should be close and competitive give the Cardinals a slight edge there and then the other two games to me um, NC State UCLA um, I, I don't really have a preference on the side here I think this could be a high scoring game from both offenses total of 59 and a half holiday bowl traditionally tends to be a little bit higher scoring and then West Virginia uh, Minnesota this is going to come down to can Neil Brown team move the ball through the air. Jared Dogie's done a nice job starting this year and being available and healthy, but he's been inconsistent. I think when you look at this Minnesota team, the boat rower, P.J. Fleck and company, are a better defensive team here. If they can really shut down Letty Brown, I think they got a great chance to walk away with a W. First three carries of the night go to Duke Johnson. That's good for my <laughs> under here on Gaskin. Glad to see Duke uh, taking over maybe the RB1 role there for the uh, for the Miami Dolphins. It is about 8.50-ish left in the first quarter here in this one. Again, 7 nothing in favor of uh, – oh, it's all the way down to 8, 8.15 in that first quarter. In, uh, 7 nothing in favor of the Do- – oh, are we going to get a flag? No flag. No flag. All right. Oh, there it oh, there is. It there, is. It is. Yeah. there it is. It just, he was reaching. It took a yeah, second yeah, or two. It took, took a hot minute. I was going to say, it looked like the guy was getting held down when he tried to jump for the ball. I believe the official, the back judge there, was the same one in the Miami uh, Ohio State game in 2003 in January. It took a minute to get that flag. <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, looks like we're going to have a PI call here. They don't call uncatchable anymore. Man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, like, come yeah, on. That ball's got to be in the first row to be yeah, uncatchable. Yeah, I mean, they do not call that at all anymore. I mean, that is one of the things in, in the NFL where – as when we were growing up, you would always just scream. You'd be like, oh, it's uncatchable anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. they, don't, they don't worry about that at all. There's no uncatchable in the NFL anymore. So where we sit right now, because as that pass interference gives them a first down and then moves them into, uh, I think that's into, yes, oh, 37-yard line. But that puts uh, Miami 10-point live favorites in this one, a total of 40-and-a-half. So we have ticked up a few points here. If you think the Saints come all the way back, plus 360. Um Look, I, I don't want to be uh, I don't I don't want to sit here and, and get you know be a prisoner of the moment or anything like that. But when we look at this, it seems like like you were saying, it seems like 
this is a maybe even more on the side of Miami than we even thought here with this. I mean, it's early on. I know things can change. And like I said, Sean Payton is certainly a wizard. And maybe he'll, he can figure some stuff out. But it was it just feels like this one right now is kind of like Miami's to lose. Like they need to make a mistake or something like that if they're going to lose this game. I, I would agree with everything you said, mm-hmm. but I would add to it. I would say they need to make multiple mistakes. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Saints are going to be really in trouble unless their defense can force short fields and mm-hmm. turnovers. It looks like it's going to be a real challenge. And even Alvin Kamara, as good as he is, based on the way they've come out early on, uh, it looks like it's going to be a struggle. But how many times do we see this in the NFL? It looked like yeah. Tennessee was dead in the water yep. Thursday night. Next thing you know, it was a completely different second half. Absolutely. The problem for the Saints is, though, Ian Book will still be the quarterback in the second half unless they go to Blake Bortles. Yeah. I mean, I guess guess the one thing they could try, I mean, he was – fairly mobile in college. I yeah. mean, averaged about 10 11, 10, 11 carries a game or something like that. Maybe they try to just run a, maybe like make him Taysom Hill light essentially, <laughs> you know, and just kind of do that, that type of offense in, in all of this. But it is a third down here for the Dolphins. That being said, that is converted and they move across the 50 and are in plus territory here. So line is going to shift. I imagine we're going to be seeing the Dolphins maybe 10 and a half, 11 here when this thing pops. Well, Matt, they're, they're about seven or eight yards from field goal range. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with their kicking game with Jason Sanders, you know, you feel pretty confident. Uh, was that Waddle on the play? I didn't see who it was, but um, he's he's already off to a fast start. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Jalen Waddle. I mean, th- this team's going to be dangerous. And uh, yeah, they're at the 42-yard line. So just run the ball a couple times with Duke here and set yourself up at least for three. You, uh, what is your, uh, what's your overall thought on, on Tua? Tua takes a lot of hate and, uh, you know, again, if you look at the advanced metrics and I know it's not the, it's not the end all be all, but if you do look at the advanced metrics, he's been pretty good this year by the advanced metrics. Now, you know, I mean, there's the people don't always agree with pro football focus and don't always agree with some of these sites out there, but, um, you know, look, I think it's. He's put in a pretty bad situation because he came out in the same class with Burrow and Herbert, who have been just phenomenal. And it's like, it's like I think if you were getting this type of play out of a quarterback and he wasn't getting compared to Burrow and Herbert, that that maybe people would give him a little bit more credit. I, I agree with you. I think you bring up an excellent point about the success of Burrow and Herbert. But to me, I think part of the problem with Tua is, unlike Herbert and Burrow, those guys throw the ball down the field, right? Yeah. Tua, he doesn't take shots down the field. I expect most quarterbacks in the NFL to complete five- and seven-yard crossing routes, and that's what he does. So I'm not going to give him that much credit. My concern is twofold with him. Number one, injury history. Can he stay healthy? We saw that at Alabama was a problem. And then the other thing is, can you take the shots down the field? And one of the things I love about sports is we're judged by either you win or lose. And is he a guy that's going to take you to a Super Bowl eventually? I don't see it unless you build an elite team around him. Got a third and one here. I'm not going to say that this is a big play in this game, but certainly for the Saints, uh, if you were able to get them off of the off of the field here, that is not going to be the case, though. They are going to convert, and we are going to move on. Whoa, is that was the ball down? Oh, well, they ruled it a fumble, but we'll, we'll see after this. Will they let us know? Primetime action. We'll be back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Primetime action here on VSIN. Matt, Amal, Steven, and we are watching the dink and dunk show here of the Miami Dolphins, but it's working. They're dinking and dunking down the field here. They have have a 7 nothing lead on a pick six. Tua Tagovailoa just hits uh, Mike Sicky for six yards down to the St. 14-yard line. So easily within field goal range at this point is third and four. And we will see what they do here. On this play, but Stephen, let's uh, let's take a look at the NBA scores. We got four going on right now in the association. Hornets on top of the Rockets, ninety-six to seventy. The in-game, the Hornets are laying twenty-four on the hook. The Bulls leading the Hawks right now. The Bulls uh, laying six and a hook. Oh, Celtics no. edging at the Timberwolves right now, thirty-eight thirty-five. They're laying five and a half. And the Spurs and the Jazz just tipped. That one's tied at four. Spurs catching seven and a half. Saints get to Tua again. He fumbles, but they do recover. But it was a, what, that was like a 17, 18-yard loss, something like that? It was. It pushed the ball back from the 15 to the 30. And Marcus Davenport, I believe, made the play, caused the fumble. I'll tell you what, the Saints uh, couldn't get on it. Had they got on it, it would have saved them potentially three points here as the Dolphins would take a shot with a field goal. By the way, Marcus Davenport out of UTSA, is this the first time he's ever made a play in about two years? I mean, this is – so here, here is the reason why this Dolphins team is not is, is not a real contender and is even if they do make the playoffs, isn't going to go anywhere. It's one of the worst offensive lines in the entire NFL. Tua Tagovailoa's completion percentage when he holds the ball for longer than two and a half seconds because that's, that's all he ever has to throw goes down by like 17 percentage points because it's just it's it, they can't they can't block. It's why they have to play this little dink and dunk offense because they can't they can't block long enough for him to throw the ball down the field. And we see it we've seen it twice already. Uh, this this line has failed him and uh, they do they do convert the field goal though ten nothing here with 209 left in the first quarter in favor of the Dolphins. And I think if you're a Saints backer, Amal, at this point, you're probably feeling pretty good because, I mean, the one touchdown was a pick six, and then it was a failed. They get all the way down the 14-yard line here, can't do anything but kick a field goal. So you got to be feeling at least pretty good, I would imagine. Absolutely. Now the Saints are going to have a chance for their most explosive offensive play, the kickoff return. Yes, I mean, they're going to have their best chance to get back in this game. But, you know, I thought Miami really missed an opportunity here. You had a third and short, maybe third and four, maybe three and a half, whatever it was at the 15. Um, you got to get that first down. You got to punch this one in, get up 14 nothing. I get you still up two scores, but Matt, it still feels like a huge difference mentally from 14 mm-hmm. as opposed to 10 in this game. 10 and a half, your live line right now. 40 and a half is your live total. If you think the Saints come all the way back, plus 450 on them on the money line here. So. This MVP race is pretty interesting because we have now seen this flip um, pretty good. And not only have we seen this flip, but if we look right now, Tom Brady, who was the favorite just two weeks ago, now finds himself down in third here behind Aaron Rodgers and now Jonathan Taylor, minus 175 on Aaron Rodgers, six to one on Jonathan Taylor, seven and a half to one on Brady, if we look two weeks ago, Aaron Rodgers was five to one, Jonathan Taylor was twenty to one, and Brady was the minus one seventy-five favorite to win MVP. And 
you know, Amal, like you were talking about, I mean, Aaron Rodgers really is just, all he does is continue to go out there, complete passes and throw touchdowns. And what that has done is catapulted him here into this, into this spot where he's minus 175 to win back-to-back MVPs. And, and honestly, if you take a look, I, I thought Brady was really, really, really going to have to fall off for him not to win this thing this year, but that has actually been the case. That's what's happened. Maybe by no fault of his own last week, he did lose his top three receivers in a game where, you know, it's, 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 it, you can't really could uh, can't really sit there and, and and fault him for that. But I mean, it's it's a look. It's a stat driven market. It is a market where people are going to vote on what they see with their eyeballs. And Aaron Rodgers just continues to go out there and dazzle. Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to give you a couple of quick stats on him this year. 33 touchdowns, four ints, quarterback rating of 110. Last year, 48 and five, 121 and a half. The previous year, 26 and four, 95.4 and 25 and two in 2018 with a 97.6 quarterback rating. This guy is just absolutely unbelievable in his ability to protect the football. And that's what makes the difference. But I'll tell you, Matt, I wouldn't take Rodgers at this price. Mm. I think Jonathan Taylor at 6-1 to one is the more intriguing one. I don't think he's going to be able to chase down Eric Dickerson, even though he's got two games remaining yeah. in the extra game, sitting at 1,626 yards. But I think this guy has been the difference for this team. Averaging five and a half yards for a carry, that's like a college number. Yeah. I mean, in the NFL, it's really incredible what he's been able to do, but – you're probably right in terms of that Rodgers wins this one, but I'm not a big fan of the NFL MVP, right? Like, if you ask me who won the NBA MVP in 1985, I can tell you it's Larry Legend. Mm. I can't tell you in the NFL who won the MVP three years ago. Yeah. I mean, the way it's the way it's awarded, nobody really knows it except from the betting standpoint. It just doesn't get that much love. Yeah, and I think the only problem with me is I just wonder if the if they'll actually give it to a running back because they just want to give this thing to a quarterback every single time. And I agree with you. Like, if you want to talk about who – Probably has been the most valuable player to his team. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, because we just talked about it, if you were listening to us earlier, Carson Wentz ain't winning these games for the Colts. <laughs> I mean, that is not what's happening here. Like, it is it's Jonathan Taylor and that run game and these offensive linemen that are, that are getting it done for this Colts team. And so, I mean, if you want to look and say, you know, who's really been the most valuable player to his team, it probably is Jonathan Taylor. Well, you're absolutely right. I would agree with you. But the only thing I would say that would make a case for Aaron Rodgers, it has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers' (laughs) performance. That's when they started Jordan Love. That's exactly right. That's exactly right, right? I mean, you see Jordan Love play, and you're like, wait a minute. Okay, we see why you're 13-3 and with Aaron Rodgers every year. Um, You know, this is kind of – this feels like to me like LeBron James, Michael Jordan kind of thing. They're without question the most valuable player, but they don't give it to him every year when sometimes they should. And I feel like Rodgers, you take him off the Packers, you know, and – Drafting number four would be the Green Bay Packers. That's what it feels like. But I'm with you, and I don't like this distinction they have between NFL Offensive Player of the Year and MVP. Mm -hmm. I mean, I get why you're saying MVP because Rodgers is the most valuable player. But, man, Jonathan Taylor, he's going to approach 1,800, 1,900 yards in a league where everybody wants to throw the ball at every play. Uh, this is impressive. That that's that is the other really good point here. I mean, this is such an incredibly pass happy league at this point that a, a guy doing what Jonathan Taylor doing is 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 really amazing. So Ian Book blitzed again, sacked uh, for a seven yard loss. The Saints are going to have to punt it away again. Back to the Dolphins again. The Dolphins up ten nothing right now. We're coming to the closing seconds there of the first quarter. They're going to start with good field position yet again, unless this guy runs backwards. No, okay, there we go. (laughs) Oh, there's the flag. Well, see, the reason you were actually correct last time you said no flag on the play because the ball never went forward. Uh, This one, there was actually positive yards gained of about four. So there's no way that, yes, no no way that happened naturally. (laughs) A ball three years ago, Patrick Mahomes is your MVP. But that's my point, right? Like, sure. when, when you were in baseball, when you say to me, how many MVPs does Barry Bonds have? I tell you seven right off the top. Right now, I know in 1990, he got robbed by Terry Pendleton. And, I mean, like, we remember MVP races in other sports. Remember Jordan won four out of five in 88, 89, and somewhere around there. But, like, in you don't remember this one. In, in hockey, I remember Wayne Gretzky winning the Hart Trophy every year during the 80s, Mario Lemieux having a great run. You know, I, I just feel like in – in the NFL, the MVP, it's like for years it was the Miller Light MVP. I, I'm telling you, Peyton Manning won five MVPs. You could have told me he won 12. I wouldn't even know what year he won a single one. Illegal what? use of the hands. So 10 yards back for the Dolphins. So they start at the 36 instead of the 46. So, uh, I mean, start at the 26 as opposed to the 36. So off they go here again with a 10 nothing lead as we head to the end of the first quarter here. And that's Philip Lindsay getting carries. I wonder if Gaskin is is not going to get any carries here. My bet is going to get voided. 
Well, we got to check on the injury thing. Hey, yeah. if he doesn't play, he doesn't play because he's healthy. But that's something to pay attention to. You know, when you look at this game, this is why the NFL is such a tremendous product, right? If this were a baseball game and this were this one-sided or a basketball game, you'd turn it off. Yeah. But it's the NFL. I'm like, oh, at least we still got three more quarters. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, the, the Titans looked like the worst offense you've ever seen the other night. Like, and then in the second half, we're able to kind of flip things around. So if we look at this MVP thing, so, okay, Rodgers at one, one, minus 175, six to one on Taylor, seven and a half to one to Brady. If we look at any of these other guys that are double digits, at this point, with only a couple games left in the season, nobody's running down one of those top three guys, right? I mean, like, it, it, what would it take for Allen, Mahomes, any of these other guys? It's, it's not going to happen, right? You're absolutely yeah. right. You know, the only name I would put in that conversation, and it's not going to happen, is Cooper Cup, mm-hmm. just based on the season he's had at 18 to 1. You know, Burrow had a tremendous game yesterday throwing for 525, but it's a two-horse race at this point in time, and with Rodgers and company potentially getting that one seed, I think that does make him the favorite, uh, clearly. Yeah, I, I'm looking here, and it just it's it's hard for me to – I'd love to be able to say, oh, here's a juicy bet you should have in your account. I just – I can't see Allen tracking him down. I can't see Mahomes running him down. Dak, certainly not. I mean, like, I don't even how, – how is he 18 to 1? Why isn't he 180 to 1? I, I agree with you. Know, you. Like, I, don't even, I, like, I don't even get it. Matthew Stafford had three turnovers. How is this guy not 5,000 to 1? Like, I don't even know what's going on here. Like, how is Dak sitting at 18 to 1 right now? I mean, I hit, like you said, I mean, at the same price as Cooper Cup or Joe Burrow or any of these guys like that. I mean, that's, that's crazy to me. It's should be criminal for a sports book to take bets on players like Herbert and Murray to win the MVP at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're seriously, they're this is crazy. <laughs> Two hundred to one on Kyler Murray. By the way, he's not winning. Don't bet your money. He's not going to win. I promise you that. Uh, when we come back, we'll start to look here at uh, Week 17 in the NFL. See if any of these lines jump out to us, and see if there's anything maybe we want to get into our accounts. It is primetime action here on Veasan. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.